and you and called me racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what they they reference this in in, in the the show. They're like, oh, you're, so you're fresh off the boat. Welcome to episode 104. This episode two is the we talk about Spider-Man fail from home, the power of love, and gotcha. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. You seem confused by one of those, Anton. Yeah, I was really confused. Uh, I'll explain when we get to it. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Not too bad. Uh, I'm cooking ramen this weekend. Well, we were, we were well, supposed to record a couple of days ago, but uh, yeah, it, it got to a point where we had to delay it till Sunday. So today, uh, actually yesterday, I was prepping all the ingredients and everything, and I'm cooking ramen today. Uh, what are you going to put in it? Uh, pork chashu, which is uh, the fatty pork, okay, pork belly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, menma, which is bamboo shoots, uh, some bean sprouts. Uh, okay. yep. Can I- can I just point out that I didn't think bamboo shoots would add that much flavor to something, mm-hmm. but I, d- I left it out once and I put it in one time and it made a total difference. Oh, yeah. It soaks up whatever it is in the in the soup. Yeah. Yeah. It just adds. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't describe the flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we had to cancel a, a recording on Thursday because I went to a baseball game. Yeah. Not really cancel, but reschedule. How, how, reschedule. how was the baseball game? It was good. Uh, it was my girlfriend's first baseball game, and the Angels kick butt. What? So, yeah, she's never yeah. been to a game before. <laughs> no, she because her family's not really into baseball. So uh, okay. yeah, um, not to yeah, be racist. She, she, I thought all Mexicans were into baseball. Uh, that's soccer, <laughs> soccer, and, ba- and boxing. Yeah, Mexicans are a big boxing fan, uh, mm-hmm. like fan base there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we won. Uh, the final score ended up being eight three against the uh, Oakland against nice. the Oakland, against Oakland. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um let's see so you know what I'm, I'm gonna let you do your your kingdom hearts thing first before i go into my thing. oh okay so this past week i was able to see uh kingdom hearts um mm-hmm. orchestra this one is titled world of tress and uh usually like you know kingdom hearts final fantasy games usually have really good music and they have a record of having some really amazing um, writers, musicians uh, who come together to work on these projects. So uh, I think they're on their third game now, but they also have like, you know, the the separate uh, um, spinoffs, like on like a DS or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the music are very iconic. Um, yeah. Like if you're a, a big fan of Kingdom Hearts, uh, I mean, I, I play some of the games. I don't play every single game, but I do know some of the like popular songs, the ones that are a little more poppy. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I went to see it and I, I don't know a whole lot about like probably 80% of the music I'm listening to the, for the very first time. Uh, 20% of the music I know. And there are moments in the music where the audience go <gasps> or like laughing like ha 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 you know like yeah. I, I think there was moments in the game that were so iconic that when they watch this it, it kind of hits them um it's kind of cool to see that you know it's kind of like when you're at a movie theater and you're watching a scene with a bunch of people yeah and you get all that reaction 
Yeah, it's well, the same thing here. It's it's the same thing as any other like orchestra. Like the the story, the music tells a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot which one it was, but there's one of those like video game orchestras where they did the the scenes in the background. Like yeah. they had a screen projecting. Yeah, th- that's exactly what they did here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in the new Kingdom Hearts, there's uh there's a Toy Story scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, for people who don't know what Kingdom Hearts is, it's a mixture of Disney and Final Fantasy characters coming together um and it's a game about uh protecting the realm of disney characters um because there's like you know um different movies different characters so each one is locked up into their own world so what happened is you know these uh dark forces are unlocking these um these worlds and a lot of people are coming in and 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 coming out of it so it's a bunch of mixtures of things and it's really making a big chaos so yeah that's what kingdom hearts is about uh, <laughs> I, I i was about to say that that's uh what disney's lawyers see themselves as the kingdom heart characters defending the disney realm yeah. but uh i got distracted trying to grab my phone to send you something for the next story that uh i i, I missed my opportunity <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> uh, that it was epic. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was very epic. Yeah. Uh, where was this at? Uh, it was at the uh, Dr. Phillips uh, Center, which is one of the new um, theaters. Dr. Oh. Phil, Dr. Phil Center. Dr. Phillips Center. Oh, Phillips. I was like, Dr. Yeah. Phil. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprisingly, the name of the theater is Walt Disney Theater. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that makes sense. That they would choose that location. Oh. Oh, yeah. So uh, they had a Toy Story scene, and um, there was this. Uh, they, they started playing "You Got a Friend in Me," but oh. like in orchestra form. So then, yeah. like, uh, uh, halfway through the song, like, the whole orchestra starts snapping their fingers to the beat, and everybody starts laughing. So, that was kind of cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I see, I want to do those, but at the same time, like, I can't think. Maybe the Halo, the, the Halo music's, uh, music. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, soundtrack, I, whatever. I, I actually do. got to see uh, Video Games Live, and uh, it, it had that um, Tommy Tallarico guy who's mm-hmm. um, putting everything together, arranging all the music and halo was one of the songs that they played and dude it is freaking epic they had a they had a a choir a chorus in the back and oh my god like when they were singing that oh you know it's just yeah amazing yeah the monks yeah you don't even Um, need to have any like instruments for that scene yeah just for that music is crazy I saw the behind the scenes for uh, the music of Halo Three, mm-hmm. and they—they. They, it's funny how the, the the composer, even he admitted, he's like, "Yeah, they came to me that they wanted the same uh, same epicness of the first two Halos, mm-hmm. uh, but they wanted the tone to shift." Mm-hmm. And I—they're getting I, pretty dramatic with the the story too. Yeah, and that's why. Well, and and you know the, the Halo Three twist, or whatever. Um, spoiler: alert, If you haven't seen it, it's been almost ten years. Uh, Master Chief just drifts off into space. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was saying like, crap, like, what do I do? Like, this is the, the big conclusion to the trilogy. Allegedly, it was, it was a big conclusion. Um, like, what do I do? And then he admitted, all I had to do was just change the key. Same, same music, same everything, but just changing the key to that thing was like an E flat or whatever, just mm-hmm. made it more of a, a doom, uh, tone to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, as complex as the complicated and artistic, I think as composers are, they can also have very easy solutions to something. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, surprisingly, uh, this coming week, I'm going to go see 
um, the Halo Outpost, which is the first Halo convention. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so I'm going to be talking in a little bit about it. Uh, probably next, probably not next episode, but mm-hmm. episode after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what I'm curious to see what they're going to have there. I'm assuming they're going to have a, that one of those live action Warthogs. Yeah. Um, those things are bad. Have you seen them in action? Yeah. They're freaking like Hummers. <laughs> no, they're better. They're, uh, they, they, they made so that both axles are pivot. They mm-hmm. pivot. Yeah. So like they can really move like the ones in the video game. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't wow. want to just like, they didn't, they didn't want to just give a Jeep the, the warthog skin. They wanted mm-hmm. to actually make it drive like a, a warthog. Uh, I don't know about you, but I just want to flip one over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they <laughs> yeah. they did admit that they are scared it's gonna flip, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's not indestructible like they were in Halo One. Yeah, because in Halo the the game when you flip over it just flips over until it lands so, on its the, uh, wheels again. Oh, that's true. No, in the first one, and mm-hmm. the and the in Halo Three and like in all those other Halos, uh, sometimes when we're when we're playing uh, multiplayer, that thing would just flip once and just explode and kill the whole team yeah, just for no reason. Crazy. <laughs> it, it, like, sometimes it wouldn't even explode; it would just like hit somebody. <laughs> oh, I know. Somebody yeah. would fall off and get run over by their own vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. The- <laughs> I just love those moments because I'm like, this is there's times where the, the warthog just flipped at a certain way and it just exploded or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that came to mind was it's like when you drop your phone. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you can drop it from like five or eight feet and, and be it fine. starts spinning like crazy too. Yeah, but like you'll drop your phone from like five or eight feet and it's fine. Mm-hmm. You drop it from like a, a small short table, screen just shatters. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Anyways, all right. I thought. Um. So this weekend I did the Pokemon raid. Mm-hmm. So let me go from one to the spectrum. We did that. And then when I got back, I started uh, one piece of my Comic-Con costume. And I'm sending you the picture right now on Discord. Okay. Let me check it out. What's that going to be? Did it go through? Yeah, should have. On show images. Oh, okay. Captain America shield? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't find the the blue, the right blue tape. I'm making this all out of duct tape. Uh-huh. Um, I couldn't find the right color blue tape, so I had to kind of just stop there. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, that's going to be the shield. It's pretty hefty. Um, and it's all made of duct tape? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the inside is, uh, cardboard, like little pizza slices of cardboard, mm-hmm. and then they're all taped together, and then from there, I kind of just add on layers of duct tape. Mm-hmm. Um, the edge does have a thick rope for weight, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, yeah, it's all, it's all duct tape. How big is this thing? Because I, I can't really see it on for size. Uh, easily 25 inches. Hold, I can hold it on. Okay. It's bigger than you heard. <laughs> oh, very much so. Hold okay. On. I'll give you perspective. All right. Yeah, or it's uh, it covers your body. Yeah, it, it's it's a shield. <laughs> it's a shield. It yeah. works. Um, yeah. So I started that part. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. A, I'll send you a video afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this you can actually throw since okay. it's like a frisbee. <laughs> oh, and it'll go far. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's uh, so big and so yeah. like uh, it, uh, like rounded and heavy, it just it'll, it'll go yeah. for a, a nice distance. I, I'm I'm guessing you tried. No, not yet. I'm too scared. Oh, okay. I probably I probably won't try it until after Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. So I started that. Um. Another thing I tried this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh. Since I was at the Spectrum, have you heard of Gotcha? Nope. First time. Okay. Gotcha. So, <laughs> I know. I know. One of my uh friends at work. She told me about it, and she goes like, "Oh, I I caught this through my Gotcha." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like Gotcha?" I'm like, I don't, "Are you are you pranking me? Or are you telling me something here? Like what? What are you talking about here? Like you, I need more context than you you just repeating the word." Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she just kept doing. It. I'm like, "Damn it, no." <laughs> 
so okay so pokemon go plus uh it's a little peripheral device that they sell for to play pokemon go mm-hmm. um it just i think different versions of it but most of our, it it notifies you when there's a pokemon nearby mm-hmm. and you click a button and it your, your device will try to capture it without you having to open the app or have the app running mm-hmm. uh same thing with pokestops if it's nearby a pokestop it'll flash the light look a certain color and you press the button to spin it if you want mm-hmm. This one is like that, except no need to press button. It just, as long as it detects a Pokemon, it'll try to catch it with using one of the basic Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it good though. It, it's a good device to have for trying to catch shinies for like the lower Pokemon. So it keeps ca- all- catching Pokemons when it, wherever you go. Yeah, exactly. Without you even the- pressing anything. Right. Without having to have the device open. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, exactly. So gotcha. Mm-hmm. Go, like go, cha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does exactly what it's supposed to, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to catch everything. I'm, pretty, like, I'm getting bored of it. No, it's pretty much like a one in five chance that I'll catch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I started driving. I was like, oh, I, I caught one. Cool. Then the next like three notifications I got fled, Pokemon fled, Pokemon. I'm like, oh, it's not a guaranteed catch. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now I know. Yeah. So I don't know if you bought this version of, uh, what was it? The, the Eevee and Pikachu game that just came out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eevee. Let's yeah. go, Eevee. Did you get it with the controller? No, I did it. Yeah. So that controller actually acts as a kind of like the, the watch, um, mm-hmm. or the Pokemon Go Plus yeah. or that thing that you got. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that Pokeball, you can take it wherever with you and it'll vibrate every time there's a, Pokestop or uh, Pokemon around, and then you just press a button and it catches or collects whatever, and it makes sounds too. Yeah, yeah, same thing. This mm-hmm. one, I had to turn it off because um, mm-hmm. it was annoying. Uh, when you mm-hmm. when you get to a certain spot, say you go to Disney, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would just pretty much be vibrating or making sounds nonstop, and you're like, nope, mm-hmm. okay, turn this off. Um, <laughs> no, I have heard that, and I've seen them, especially for like a community day event. I have seen those Pokeballs out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if if you have the if you were thinking of getting the Pokemon Go Plus, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, you know that that'd be a good alternative. Um, mm-hmm. but I like I just, the Pokeball better than the, um, Go can Plus. you, can you use it while you're in the catching, uh, like screen or just like when you're walk, walking around? Just when you're walking around. Okay. And you can play with your Pikachu too in your, um, Pokeball. He levels up when you're walking around and also you can do some weird stuff with your thumb. Uh, but yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's how you uh, play with the Pikachu in the Pokeball. So. Okay. Uh, I just want to point out that Pikachu is not an animal. It is a pocket monster. So <laughs> <laughs> no laws against that. Anyways. No. Uh, still wouldn't do it. All right. I think we're caught up for a week, right? Am I missing mm-hmm. anything here? Nope. All right, Anton. Uh, let's get into the actual show. The news. Mm-hmm. News. All stuff. right. News. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, so this is what I was referencing to the power of love. What's going on with Back to the Future? And okay. wow, that's a loud blender. Can you hear it? Somebody making smoothies at your house? You know what, Anton? You 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 go ahead and tell me what's going on. And I'm going to meet my mic. Okay. <laughs> so Back to the Future is coming back, but in the form of a musical. So uh, we're looking to see a Back to the Future Broadway show. Uh, hopefully, it's going to go on tour, so you'll be able to see it, unless you want to go to New York or something. Um, but they have yes. a uh, a rendition of the original song that is usually just instrumental, but in this case, they have lyrics to it. So there's a uh, music musical video 
on uh, YouTube, kind of giving you a glimpse of what the song is like. So it's kind of cool. I'll link you and probably you can probably do a show notes or something on Instagram or Twitter. Cool. And uh, let people know what it sounds like. Uh, let's see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, see, I would have, I would have preferred if they did more of a, uh, okay. If it's going to be Huey Lewis in the news, mm-hmm. they're going to do power of love also. I'm yeah. just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, if you listen to looks of power of love, it is so generic. <laughs> like the Super words generic. don't make, there's no, there's no, there's no like through line for the song. It's just like general phrases that sound cool. But when you put them all together, they're not connected in any way. No. It's just gibberish. <laughs> it's yeah. just, po- it's, it's just, it's just like how a lot of uh, hip hop songs these days. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it, they'll, they'll throw in certain phrases in there just because it rhymes. And like, what? Like, what? <laughs> it's like you talked uh, about like 10 different subjects within like 10 seconds. Yeah. You're like, what does that have to do with that? Oh, it just rhymed. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah. And people try to go, no, no, it's slang. Slang for what? I, I don't know, but it's slang. It, it, it's like uh, Hannibal uh, Burris uh, singing gibberish rap. H- have you heard that one? No, I haven't. And I'm kind of, I don't want to. I'm. Uh. <laughs> The video has Ryan Philippi. You know that guy, right? Yeah. The actor? Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. Anyways. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Speaking of fails... Um, have you been hearing all this like c- complaints coming about the Spider-Man Far From Home posters? So I've seen was, it, but what's up? So people have been complaining saying that the posters for Far From Home have been not to Marvel's quality. They they seem very generic. Uh, pretty much like it, it looks like somebody just photoshopped at home. Um, it's gotten to the point where I'm on Reddit and I can't tell which are legit posters that are bad and which are just people making them to make like making fun of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, over the week, uh, Samuel Jackson posted on his Instagram and later on his and his Twitter uh, a fail so big that made him cuss. Uh, he used one of them. One of the hashtags was "heads gonna roll." Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was one of the one of the posters has his left eye or have, has his oh, right his eye yeah. on his right eye instead of his left yeah, eye. I did see that hashtag left eye motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh so yeah, so I'm like, damn, like like how does it like the, and I get why they did it. I think that the photoshopper just wanted to have one poster with Tom Holland facing one way and another poster kind of a mirrored version of it, but with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. But to, in order for them to do that that version, you can't see his eye patch with that side of the face you're looking, so they kind of inverted the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh makes sense for a Photoshop perspective, but not from a cinematic continuity mm-hmm. <laughs> area. But I mean, like that's one thing that Marvel should have caught though. You think Marvel, uh... Disney and Marvel usually have Pretty, I don't like, think I don't think it's a um I think it's a different country poster. I don't think it's um But it's still their marketing though. It's yeah. still their licensing and it's still their promotion. Um yeah. I did see I did see a version for Hong Kong, but this is the one I saw was in English. So it could have been a European one, but Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I still have it. No, but it's on our Instagram page. Um yeah, I'm see I don't think they even clarified which country it was from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send it to you right now. So check again in the uh show images. Okay, that's all in English. So, I don't know. I, I just, I just love that that Samuel Jackson made started training the hashtag Left Eye Motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I think probably like some some of these uh, marketing studios um, that are putting together posters for uh, these people don't really get uh, these stuff approved, or probably the person who's approving these things aren't doing their job. 
So someone's yeah. going to get in trouble. Oh, you mean like Disney gave the marketing company like, you know what, to speed things up, since we have so many poster versions we need mm-hmm. and there's so many countries, you have, you will leave your company in charge of quality. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, something for you, Anton. Uh, Elba versus Block. Have you heard of okay. this yet? Idris Elba? Idris Elba versus mm-hmm. Ken Block. Ken Block. Yeah. Uh, so, is this on um, Top Gear? <laughs> It sounds like it. So mm-hmm. it's going to be an eight episode series, uh, just full of stunt driving. And I guess Elba is trying to get into stunt driving and he decided to team up with Ken Block to have Ken Block teaching some things. Uh-huh. And then, then they go to he- head to head on. on oh, stuff. nice. Is this going to be on uh, Amazon or? No, it's going to be on a new streaming service. I don't even, th- I don't think it's out yet. It's mm-hmm. called Quibi. Uh, it's gonna be a streaming service dedicated to, uh, for content strictly for a shorter format. Mm-hmm. So Quibi stands for Quick Bite. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they, I think their their, their thing is like they want fifteen minute episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much it is. I haven't really looked into it, but I, I just saw Elba and Ken Block and stunt driving. I'm like Anton, Anton all over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I told you about that series on on, on uh, Amazon called um, Jim Connor Files. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, good. That's a good show. Still haven't seen it. It's on, mm-hmm. it's on my queue, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, done. Uh, what's going on with the... Who, who is Mouse Guard? Okay, so Mouse Guard is kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. You know, uh, back in the days, there was a whole following on this game because... A lot of people really like the lore of Mouse Guard, and uh, some of the stuff that was made for it was very detailed. There was a book, there was a game board, uh, dices, and everything. And you know, people really took the their whole imaginations, whoop, their whole imaginations with this uh, mm-hmm. uh, game. So there was rumor that was uh, going around about a movie that was to be made. So it actually became a fact, and so there was a writer. There's uh, people that are um, signed on to it. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Idris Elba, Andy Circus. Uh. Um, Why do we have a theme? Usually, we have like a, a, an actor or, or singer theme every mm-hmm. episode, where we just have like a set, like their story like focus connection. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just how our show flows, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're just start so, naming our episodes after those actors. Last yeah. episode. Episode one hundred three, Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, this uh, this movie got canned. So they actually had someone work on the designs for the movie, and okay. they did a full rendering of like different scenes in the movie. Um, and this is a CG movie, of course, mm-hmm. with mouses. Um, and dude, it looks freaking amazing. Like, can you imagine, like, Lord of the Rings? Okay. Like, that world is super detailed. Mm-hmm. And you get all of these, like, amazing, like, small size characters with, like, uh, um, you know, uh, giant monsters, which is cats or tigers or just, like, real creatures. So, so humans and kaijus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so like, the kaijus like, are dogs and cats. Yeah. So, basically, that, that's what this movie is like. And it looks so good. <gasps> And, and they had Idris in it too. He was gonna cancel them the the cat apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn so, uh, yeah, they they rendered all of the the clips in this uh, video on Unreal Engine. Oh, and just damn. by having on on Unreal Engine, it looks pretty damn good for what it is. Uh, it's funny. Unreal Engine has been around for like easily what ten years now. 
Yeah, but they always have new versions where, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the, it just looks even more amazing each time. All right. I'm just making a little note for myself. Canceling the Catpocalypse, episode 104. <laughs> <laughs> they actually took out the demo reel. It's not online anymore. Oh, damn it. Um, yeah, they used to do like the... What was what was the most recent one? Because I remember back in, the, like, back in the day, like PlayStation 3, to show off their graphics, they did uh, adding rubber duckies to a bathtub. Uh-huh. What was the Unreal Engine demo? That was actually a Sony demo. Oh, Sony demo? Mm. Yeah. Oh, for the mouse card? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they wanted to destroy all evidence that ever existed. All right, Anton. Uh, it's, this is going to require some detective work, but in the meantime, what's going on with another detective we know? Okay, mm? uh, so uh, there's going to be another Sherlock Holmes movie. But this time around, it's um, with new actors. It's not the actors that uh, we know and love, which is uh, RDJ yeah. uh, or Jude Law. This is a newer version that is based on the previous years. And it stars Henry Cavill yeah. as Sherlock. And it's also got Millie Bobby Brown as oh. Enola Holmes, which is Sherlock Holmes' little sister. Mm. Um, okay. So two things. Uh, first, uh, I I am kind of burned out on Millie Bobby Brown. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I I think it's just the hype around her. I don't know. Um, second thing, Henry Cavill as 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 Sherlock just kind of reminds me of uh the man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he's gonna be a very subtle Sherlock. I think he's gonna be like a very <laughs> aggressive Sherlock. Yeah. Um, kind of like that scene in in, in Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's like super, like yeah, he's just. Yeah. <laughs> I know you did it. But, uh, why don't I do the Batman voice? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I told him, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. Yeah, okay, I'm done with my rant. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it because I mean these two actors, I I really like um, you not so much about Millie, but I think Millie's uh, pretty great. I think she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I, like, not, like nothing against her. I'm just burned out on her because I think she has a lot of hype for a very few projects that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Like for that between Stranger Things season one and two, she seemed to ride that 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 popularity for a year and a half for yeah. nothing or no other projects. Yeah. Um. And you sent me oh the the mouse card. Yeah. Just click on it. I just want you to see it because um. There's no video online anymore because they took it down because I guess uh, Disney owns Fox now, so they don't want any stuff leaking around. Oh, okay. okay, Yeah. Maybe they're bringing it back. I don't know. But dude, look at that. GIF is freaking crazy. You see that? Yeah. Damn. It And you know, this is like an early render too. Like it's not Mm -hmm. the final. But even though, dude, that is freaking bomb. I would pay it's, money it's, to see that. And the thing is, like, the outfits are very, like, kind of, like, early Spanish. So, I think you're you're right about the, the like, kind of, not Lord of the Rings, but, like, Game of Thrones, like, attire kind of thing. The battle. The, yeah. I mean, just substitute that crow for a dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like how they play that as, you know, big beasts. But, like, really, it's not, according to the mouses that they are. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but the background is gorgeous, though. Mm-hmm. Even the grass in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I hope they kind of bring it back or they're just, or maybe they're just putting this on the back burner until they can, uh, until Disney gets their hold on all the projects. Mm-hmm. Cause you can imagine all these projects kind of fell on Disney's lap and Disney's like, yeah. we get that Fox has been working on this, but now mm-hmm. we're financially responsible for these and we want to sign off on all these projects. They kind of like went to know the approval process. Yeah. Uh, well, what's that? What did you just say? That's the what? board game. That's the D and D version. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'd be down to try. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Um, so the last story here, The Office. Uh, one of the biggest 
uh, streaming series on Netflix right now. Uh, they finally, the end is finally near, or at least we know where the end is. Uh, Netflix is going to lose the streaming rights to The Office. Uh, NBC decided, you know what? We want our show back. We want mm-hmm. it for our own streaming service. I think they paid like half a million to bring, uh, to get it back. Uh, no, I think 500 million. Something like that. I don't know what it was. It's an insane number because um, mm. they're, they're paying per episode. Uh, several, several oh, million. wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I don't know how much NBC paid, but uh, the, the Netflix paid like about that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be removed from Netflix all as soon as January 1st. 2021 yeah so, so a year keep and a half. binging <laughs> a year and a half and i posted when i posted that story on our instagram i was like how many times can you binge the office <laughs> like between now and then um you're good you're good mm-hmm. all right that's all. uh i think that's it for news ready to get to streaming yeah let's get into streaming all right anton what is the warrior Okay, so let me get the history of this. Let me bring up this tab here. Tabby, tabby. Okay, so back in the day when Bruce Lee was still around, he went to Hollywood and he tried to pitch a TV show. Um, For the longest time, he went to Warner Brothers. He went to um, some other studios, but uh, oh, Paramount. And he pitched this idea of doing a San Francisco mobster, gangster type of um, storyline. Okay. Uh, First of all, I would have preferred to see Bruce Lee in a family sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce, was that you? What? (laughs) (laughs) That is so racist. Uh, Okay. So. (laughs) Sorry, go on. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I've heard about this story for a very long time. I, I really thought that they were never, ever going to make this series. And surprisingly, um, last year, they shot a pilot and they went all the way through to shoot 10 episodes of this TV series called Warrior. Um, it's executive produced by Shannon Lee, which is Bruce Lee's daughter. Um, I think, you know, the, the Lee family have been very cautious uh, ever since, you know, uh, Bruce was gone and also Brandon was gone. And uh, Shannon really wanted to be a movie star um, for a couple of years. She kind of did her own thing by being casted in a, a lot of different movies in China. Mm-hmm. And it just got to a point where her mother was so scared of her safety uh, she didn't want the same thing to happen again, uh, like Brandon did. So she started uh, having Shannon take care of the whole Bruce Lee legacy. Um, she is in charge of all you know merchandise or any licensing or anything that has to do with Bruce Lee. So uh, this show is based on the early writings of uh, Bruce Lee's pitch for the studios, and uh, you know. Director Justin Lin, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's done, Star Trek. Yeah, he's done Star Trek. He's yeah. done um, Fast and Furious. Um, he's coming back to do Fast Fast and Furious. Yeah. So he is also executive producing this uh, series too. So this series is about a uh, China China guy um, <laughs> from China. Uh, he sets foot on American soil from a boat, so he's fresh off a boat. Uh, <laughs> And you call me racist. <laughs> That's what? what they they reference this in in, in the the show. They're like, oh, you're, so you're fresh off the boat, yeah. Uh-huh. So he comes to America. He's looking for his sister, 
And in San Francisco, there's a lot of uh, uh, really edgy stuff that happens in Chinatown. So uh, when he tries to look for his sister, he finds out that, you know, um, she isn't who he thought she was anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he kind of gets branded into a uh, gangster mob type of uh, group called the Tongs. And, you know, when you come to America, especially when you're an immigrant, uh, you're either like a slave worker or you get put into t- some type of work mm-hmm. in order to survive. So he, at the very beginning of the, the the series, he starts getting into a fight and some guy sees him and he's like, oh, hey, you're perfect for, you know, the gang. So he brings him to the gang, sells him. He's like, oh, yeah, this guy knows Kung Fu. So you, you got to pay me up uh, good money for this guy. So he gets paid and then he gets branded and because he's okay. branded, also, he can't go back to China. Oh, okay. Mm, um, yeah. Also, the whole thing, <laughs> he knows Kung Fu, therefore you owe me extra money. I just imagine that scene from Indiana Jones, uh, is it is Temple of Doom? Mm-hmm. Where he, oh, it is Temple of Doom. Yeah, where the, the guy comes out with a sword and just starts like, start like doing like the twisting it around, twisting around, and Indy just shoots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's actually referenced in the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That <laughs> there was one scene where he, he brings out the gun. He's like, you had that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I, Bullets solve a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. So the, this show is very interesting because it takes place in the late 1800s. So it's like yeah. 1890 something. And uh, it was during like the cowboy days too. So they had an episode that I really freaking loved. Um, it takes place um, in Nevada. They're at like a saloon. And it kind of reminds me of the Crazy Eight, the okay. the, the the Tarantino movie that came yeah, out yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it was exactly that. Uh, really good writing, um, and I've never seen. Well, it's kind of like Shanghai Noon, I guess. Um, yeah, because uh, you get a lot of like Chinese railroad uh, railroad uh, railroad workers railroad. <laughs> Railroad, railroad workers. Um, so you don't really get like the whole history on that in a lot of movies or anything like that. I mean, you see people mention it in history books and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, this scene really sets the tone of that time, and I really liked it too. Um, this is kind of based loosely on actual real gangs from the San Francisco um, era. Um, it's very interesting that they they cover this because it's stuff that actually happened back in the days. Um, yeah, I do. I really like this series. Um, they got renewed for a second season. Um, first season is already done. I highly recommend this one. It's on Cinemax, mm-hmm. um, which I went on to Amazon Prime. I did the seven day free trial. And I pretty much binged it. I am on episode seven right now. Do you know what the what the price is for for the? Um, I think it's about like ten fifteen dollars extra a month. Okay. Uh, if you have cable, uh, you would have to call your cable su- uh, subscriber to sign up. But if you go on to uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime Video or Prime Now, yeah, uh, Prime, Prime now. Video, yeah, Prime. Um, you can Prime video. watch Prime. with the seven day free, uh, free trial. <clears throat> Uh, I can't wait till they get rid of those like uh, cables, uh, cable subscriber um, requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's such a ridiculous thing to need to do. Like I'm sorry, like yeah. I don't like why do you care? Like, like why does this cable company care if I go through you? Like I'm going directly to to you for a reason because I don't want to deal with a cable company. <laughs> um, yeah. 
real quick, I know we ha- you have another one you want to talk about, but mm-hmm. um, well, actually two things. So on Netflix, they finally added Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I binged that like mm-hmm. two times. On- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sunflower. It's terrible. Well, that's what they did in the movie. I know, I know. And it's funny that the character doesn't even know the words. He kind of like just like makes it up as he goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched it like two times in like within three days. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's funny how good it just holds up. And, uh, I seen, I seen it on the third, on the third watch. I noticed something that I hadn't noticed at the times. Mm-hmm. Do you know Spider, Spider Pig's origin? Looney Tunes? No. Uh, like how he, he became Spider Man or Spider Pig, Spider Ham. He got bit by a spider? No, he was a spider. They got bit by a radioactive pig. Oh, oh, oh. that's was, funny. Yeah, is that scene where they introduce a uh, uh, noir Spider-Man and uh, yeah, yeah, Penny Parker, uh-huh. and as like the, as the three origin stories that are happening, uh, he, I hear him say, "I got bit by a radioactive pig." I'm like, "Wait, what?" I rewind. Like, Holy crap! How have I not noticed this before? And it was a spider. He gets bit by a, a radioactive pig. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. And then like he just transforms into like a spider pig. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm like, oh crap! Like it's it's funny how how good this is. And dude, the the we talked about it when it was in in, in theaters. But this comic-y version, the the half rate uh frame frame rates, it's it's amazing. Dude. Like I I can't wait to see more, like more comic book movies done this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing I started watching, uh, I know this is old, and you've probably seen it like a billion times. I know uh neon genesis evangelion oh yeah yeah they, I, I really like how they brought it back and in, in in streaming form so then people everybody can watch it anytime they want and it's the whole entire series that's the thing i would see bits and pieces from mm-hmm. uh like the old like not blockbuster but like hollywood video stuff like that one mm-hmm. or, or like the the mom and pop uh, video rental places yeah, you, you would have to buy the whole entire series in order to watch it back in the days but that's the thing i would rent it but they, they either had the incomplete series at whatever place i went to or mm-hmm. it the other videos would be out so yeah. I, you know I, I can't watch an order and i mean i was a kid so i didn't really follow it up i just saw giant robots uh, and that's, I think that's after I discovered uh, Robotech. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, dude, as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is so Pacific Rim. The, the, I can, so many of these things just happen in Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like even the whole drifting thing, mm-hmm. uh, like the, the whole mind, mind connection to the, to the mech. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I only watched two episodes, so I'm still kind of, I, I didn't want to go into it, but I just want to give you, um, it looks so old school, like classic drawing. But, yeah. But the, the animation is gorgeous. So that's a thing. Like, yeah, the, the, it's grainy, the color, the colors are a little bit darker than we're used to for modern, uh, animes. Yeah. Nowadays, everything's digitalized. So you yeah. get like perfect lines and curves. This one, like, you get the imperfections of, like, actual drawings yeah, of the animation. And, yeah, and it, it's so much, like, when they introduce the city and stuff like that, it, it's a gorgeous thing. Um, I think if you're into comic books, you'll appreciate the the, the animation for this show. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. it's like just introducing that that underground bunker, mm-hmm. uh, like city, it's so confusing. And I'm like, if I was an artist, I would get so confused about like trying to storyboard mm-hmm. this scene before, like mm-hmm. you know, you had computer computer uh, storyboard and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm gonna try to finish that. I I, I know this is an old series, so I probably won't review it. I just wanted to give props to an old show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. R- so R- Kenshin is uh, on uh, Netflix too, I think. Oh, Kenshin! I think I only saw like the yeah. first like thirty episode, uh, whatever you gave me. Okay. That's yeah, all you, you can, can finish the whole entire series on there. Yeah. Uh, Oro. Oro. <laughs> Oro. All right. Uh, what was the last thing you streamed this week? Um. So all that made a comeback. Uh. 
the revival series is finally here um and it's uh produced by keenan and kel oh so they teamed up i thought yeah, it was just uh up. yeah i thought it was just keenan thompson that was bringing it back uh they, they're also doing a uh a good burger 2 movie um they're working on that right now um, are, they tr- are they trying to piggyback off like the Jay and Silent Bob like comebacks? No, it, it's just that you know they had such a big uh, upcoming um, reaction to the Good Burger uh, skit that they did on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, they had that uh, whole reunion thing, and plus everybody was raving about it, and it had so many uh, views online, especially on um, on YouTube. So they're like, okay, you know, we're probably going to bring this back. So yeah. anyways, the new all that is actually pretty entertaining. I mean, Is it, it all that? Oh, yeah. It's all that and a bag of chips. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like that they kept the old song like they've done for the past 10 seasons or nine seasons. Um, uh, and they actually have some of the old cast come back uh, to kind of like, you know, pass the torch. Uh, I I, I want to say Salt and Pepper did the song for it, but let me see. No, it's TLC. TLC, there you go. Yeah. I was like, Salt and mm-hmm. Pepper, that seems too old though. Like, well, yeah, yeah, dude. That, for for a Nickelodeon show to get TLC, who was huge at that time, was it the late nineties? Mm-hmm. Late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I mean, what's a Billy? Okay, for the kids now, Billy Eilish to do a theme song for a for another show. Like yeah. it's. Yeah, no, it'd be expensive as hell. Like that's funny that Nickelodeon got the rights yeah, for that. Dude, the song still holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because uh, the radio show I listened to in the morning, the Woody Show, uh, about a month ago, they did uh, what's that throwback sound? And it, they they play little segments from like uh video games, uh game shows, TV shows, movies, stuff like that. Uh, just to it's, it's to see that people can identify the sound. Um, the most recently they did like, uh, oh, what was it? Um, blow, oh, blow them up, stick your hand inside, get ready to have the time of your life. And they say like, what, where is that from? I think you need the tongue. Uh, it's a commercial. Yeah, I need to hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like stuff like that. So they did that for the, all that theme song uh-huh. and they're like, oh, like who, like who knows Nickelodeon shows, blah, blah, blah. And then they listed off all the celebrities that came out of all that. They're like, holy crap. Like that show, like had that much. I'm like, yeah, like Ken, Dude, Ken Thompson, Kel Mitchell, uh, yeah. Amanda Bynes, uh, oh, crap. What was the other ones? There's one really iconic person that I totally forgot about. Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears. No, <laughs> she's in it. Uh, but uh, Gabriel and Galicius. Oh, he was. He was in one yeah. season, was he? Yeah, he was in one season. Yeah, he was part of the newer cast, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember he did that, and then he. I started seeing him on an old um, uh, Spanish channel stand-up comedy show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when he started popping up. I saw him, uh, Fel- uh, Felipe Sparza, because um, and stuff like that. And it's funny that the show is on a Spanish network, but half the comedians only spoke English. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like that. Yeah, that's probably way early. So it's a lot of comedians, a lot of people that sketch comedy came out of the show. Yeah, dude, Katrina Johnson is smoking now, dude. I don't uh, know if you remember who she was. The she sound- Katrina Johnson. Cat Johnson. Uh oh, I remember her. Yeah. Huh. She was so awkward as a kid, but now she kind of looks like um uh what's a uh Hillary Duff's sister Haley. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks yeah. like Haley Duff in that one. All right, I, I I got a good before and after picture for you. She played this uh very iconic character in all that, where she had oh. that weird nose and big ears. Also yeah. anti-Semitic. <laughs> 
uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, put it this way: it's a it's a lawyer uh, that kind of looks like one of the goblins from Gringotts. Yes, um, uh, <laughs> that's a very good I, description I, of it. I, I'm not going to say why. Why oh, I did say anti-Semitic? Okay, it looks like a a, a really bad racist. I guess racist. I guess racist yeah. uh, caricature of a Jew- Jewish lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> God, you can't do that now. <laughs> no, you can't. Back then, it just—it was so innocent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's funny though. Um. Josh. Josh Sherver. Uh. Oh, he's on the show. Oh, Danny. Danny Tamborelli. Mm-hmm. Uh. He was. He. He became popular. The. The freaking redhead. He became popular. Mm-hmm. Uh. Years after. A couple of years right after the, all that series ended. But mm-hmm. as other characters started becoming popular in their own way, like say T- Kenan Thompson uh, started going on uh, SNL. Danny Tamborelli didn't have a, a a long career after that. He no. was very much in that window from all. That that in a couple years right after all that mm-hmm. uh i'm just trying to go through the cast here see if I, anybody else catches my eye no yeah yeah others oh, jamie lynn spears yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary Glacios, yep. ryan yep. coleman oh nick cannon of course mm-hmm. yeah nick cannon yeah. was in it i i think i, I don't really he like was the, a lot of his skits no it, it, well the funny thing is it's pretty much what he does now he just yells and acts goofy mm-hmm. it's, yeah no mm-hmm. um <laughs> they actually make fun of him on this uh first episode why is Josh? Uh, I just oh. texted you. Um, or I just messaged you the full episode. The first episode is free on YouTube. Uh, there's currently 1.6 million people that watched it already. 1.8, sorry. Yeah. Josh Server looks so familiar. I'm trying to remember where I saw him from. Uh, all that. Oh, oh, he's back in the new. Well, he's back in the, all that cast now. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he did, he's one of the people that were in it for. the from the very Probably beginning the longest times yeah yeah he did uh detective dan the mm-hmm. the one that just kind of like goofy mustache trench coat and hat yeah and pretty much everybody else will do the job for him like uh we found the murder hold up everybody hold up there's a weapon i found a weapon <laughs> yeah and it's like there the whole time <laughs> yeah um yeah he he's also on uh, Dr- uh drake and josh oh okay maybe, maybe yeah he's on a lot of like other nickelodeon shows so uh the secret world of alex mack that's another show i like i kind of hope they bring back mm-hmm. especially with those superhero stuff mm-hmm. all right that's on. um yeah i'm glad so you, you you're are you, okay i'm stumbling there do you think that they did justice to the show and brought it back to how it was before or yeah. do you think they improved uh, I, it okay i think that they did quite a bit of justice for this show um and it really captures, you know, the 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 jokes for for teenagers who are watching this, and also the younger crowd too. Um, yeah. I, I personally would watch this with my child if I had a child. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> breaking other than that, news on the two LC. <laughs> for for adults, I I I think it's just fun to watch once in a while. Yeah. Um, but because it's on Nickelodeon and it's not really streaming online anywhere. Uh, I think it's kind of hard to survive on a, a network like that at this point in time. Yeah, so many streaming services. I, I think the only way this show will do great is if they start incorporating those skits into um, uh, into social media. Yeah. So or, just- or at least like, you know, uh, put their episodes on like Netflix or some type of streaming service that can have a lot more eyes. Because uh, I know well, that there's some Nickelodeon stuff on on Netflix, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. but I, I, it's very similar to uh, the night, the late night shows. Because I think the, the the good late night shows that they're doing now is putting their entire episode on YouTube, but mm-hmm. they break it up. So yeah. you'll have the interview, you'll have mm-hmm. the games that they'll play with them, you'll do the individual segments, stuff like that. So I think if they can just put the full episode on YouTube, break it into each skit, it'll be great. Because then they can share they can share just that one skit. 
and then people can kind of dive d- d- deeper into the other episodes. Okay, so I, I want to point one thing out. The cast, the new cast, they're really good. Like, yeah. these kids know how to act. It's it's not like uh, those Disney channels where they hire like kids that look good. Well, I, and I think too in our time that was this early stages of like not child acting, but giving 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 kids the lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, other times, you know, like family sitcoms, yeah, the kid will be have like a there'll be child actors on the show, um, and they'll have a catchphrase, but they weren't leading. Nickelodeon mm-hmm. and Disney Channel were kind of like the start to the kids are in charge and the adults on the show are idiots for the Mm -hmm. most part so now i think now that that's kind of that generation's grown up they encourage their kid to kind of be more independent so you know and the kids grow up to be better actors there's better better programs out there in schools now for acting and stuff like that so Mm um yeah i mean better quality and and more money behind those networks now Mm -hmm. yeah so um great cast um i think it's it's off to a good start dude for whoever wants to watch it it's it's good cool all right, Anton. Uh, let's get into our next very short segment, movies. Movie All right, Anton. So I did forget to pull up the numbers, but while you were talking about all that, I did it. So, boom, prepared. Okay, nice. Still, uh-huh. still counts me prepared. Uh, this is going to be the weekend SMS for this weekend. We're recording Sunday, June 30th. Uh, in first place, still Toy Story with... 236.9 million. Number two, the new release of Annabelle Comes Home with 31.2 million. Uh, wait, what? Oh, we can add something. Okay. Um, number three, the new release yesterday with seven, an estimated 17 million. Uh, number four, Aladdin with 303.8 million. Um, and number five, The Secret Life of Pets 2 with 131.2 million. Mm. Um, and I, I know people are going to be like, wait, those numbers don't make sense. Well, that's because I'm reading the total, not just the weekend amount. Hmm. <laughs> um yeah dude uh, i think this is a very um low weekend mostly because i think movies are trying to save uh, the, uh, production companies and, and studios are trying to save their movies for the holiday weekend because mm-hmm. um, this weekend we do have spider-man far home coming far from home coming out tuesday july 2nd um which is a very unusual time but i guess it makes sense because they want the they want the early previewers on tuesday and then they want the people that are off on the fourth which is you know the last day of work is third to go to the theater yeah it's kind of stupid though uh i um well pre-sailed the ticket on the day that they pre-sailed it and then Uh they did that stupid thing where they said oh yeah one day earlier oh so what, what, what day is yours for uh, mine was for the, I don't even know. Okay. I know it's the day before. Uh, so originally. I got, yeah, I got, I got mine for Tuesday, the second. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh okay. Be- so it was, uh, July 5th was the original date and then oh. they, <laughs> they opened up, uh, July 3rd. So I bought the one on the third, I think. So Wednesday. And, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so I have for Tuesday. So luckily I have a half day on that one. So it should be no problem. Um, the yeah. other movie coming out is an A24 movie called, uh, Midsummer. Um, yeah, saw that. I, I gotta creepy. admit, I gotta admit, I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting like a horror kind of, I, I guess it's more like, um, it's like Jordan Peele's Get Out. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like a Get Out feel to it. Like very, like mm-hmm. you, a person gets brought into an unknown world, um, yeah. and then has discovering how creepy it is and what the truth yeah, there is. I always imagine these types of movies where, like in the trailer, all of a sudden out of nowhere, they're like, one of us, one of us and you know 
Oh, it, I know. It's kind of like, I know. Yeah. That, that line has to be thrown in there. Yeah. Um, also, can I can I point out um, how what's his name? Um, uh, Kamal Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this his, his summer? It's like him and Keanu, right? It's the summer of Keanu and and, and Kamal Nanjiani. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's a Men in Black. Uh, oh, right here, make sure we put the dates right. Um, yeah, Men in Black. Uh, then he's gonna be in Stuber, and he was in another one that just came out too. I'm trying to I'm trying to forget that one. Um, he's everywhere. <laughs> Let's see. He is in. Well, ever since uh, Silicon Valley the- is in- announced ending, I think a lot of these actors are trying to see uh, if they can get any role possible at this point. Which they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he's in. Uh, well, he's oh, he was do- in Twilight Zone. There you go. So, so yeah. So he was in Super Twilight Zone. Um, Men in Black International. He, they're doing the final season of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there's other. He signed up for three other projects for just 2020. So it's more of him coming along. Yeah. Um, he's also in something called Gay of Thrones. I <laughs> don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited for Eternals. He got casted for that one. It stars Angelina Jolie, uh, Richard Madden, uh, and I heard maybe. Maybe they're gonna get Keanu on this one, but we don't really know still. But he's gonna play. <gasps> We're gonna have overlap with the two biggest guys of the summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's all come down to this. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, dude. did you see the Charlie's Angels trailer? I did. I finally saw it. Um, okay, so I'm a little confused. Are is uh, I'm blanking her name now. Princess Jasmine, uh, Naomi Scott. Yeah. Um, is Naomi Scott going to replace one of the angels? Because it, so far from, from just this short minute trailer, it mm-hmm. looks like there's three established angels and Bosley. Um, and then she hires them. Uh, Naomi Scott's character hires them. And then they start kind of introducing her to the spy world. And then she starts being a badass. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's kind of like a three musketeers thing where like, you know, they brought in, they brought in, uh, Dartan and, uh, not Dartan. Uh, damn it. I'm, I'm out of my three musketeers lore. Um, <laughs> But like it seems like she's coming in, like she's the new person coming in, and then kind of gets brought into the Charlie's Angels world. Because yeah, I, th- I think there's three of them. Um, it, it definitely looks more action packed and serious than the uh, the oh my god, what's her name? Uh, uh, Lucy Drew Liu, Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz uh, mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. But it still has a, like a little bit of like weird dorky action, and I don't know if it's just the the humor or if it's the actual action. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, uh, I think uh, Elizabeth Banks is on a roll. I think she's doing pretty uh, good films. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, I showed my girlfriend Power Rangers and she mm-hmm. saw Elizabeth Banks. She goes, damn, that girl's in everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's in Pitch Perfect. She's in The Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Brightburn. Mm-hmm. Brightburn uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go down. Uh, Power Rangers, Modern Family, uh, Lego Movie, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, we're talking about that one. The Muppets, Wet Hot American Summer, which is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic Mike, yeah, she's she does everything. She goes everything from like serious role to comedy to just out there weird. Like, put me in full on makeup. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm curious. I, I'm down to watch it. I'm not hating on it. There's a lot of sexist comments going on the in those like trailers on YouTube for uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, um, a lot of uh, one of which was saying, "When are we gonna get? It? When are we gonna get a male remake?" <laughs> <laughs> it's hashtag. It's time. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it can still be called Charlie's Angels. <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe. I mean, Charlie is a, can be a guy or girl name, so. Yeah, angels can be men or women. Yeah, Archangel <laughs> Gabriel and Michael, they'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's all awesome. right. So uh, I, I I like to kind of sneak in one more thing. Um, that's what she said. Doing the, <laughs> doing the. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I have been trying out this uh, this new trend of games. It is called auto chess. Have you heard of auto chess? Um, it just sounds like the chess in an app form that we've had in phones for a long time. Yeah, so auto chess is a new genre that uh, um, you know the Chinese have made a video game, and also uh, people who made Dota uh, came out with their own version. And the two are very similar in a way. It's just two different companies. So how it works is you get a, a chessboard, and there's basically I think twelve or ten people playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you put your chess pieces and you can arrange them however you want. So you get these points. It's kind of like uh, Hearthstone okay. where you get uh, uh, points every round mm-hmm. and you would use the points to buy new chess pieces. And oh, okay. each chess piece has different class, different perks, different uh, weapons. Um, you could be a mage, you can be a, a warrior, a hunter, um, a gnome or a sniper or whatever. So, yeah, every single round you get points and you choose your your own chess piece and you would arrange it out on the board. Um, And every round, uh, whatever you place on the board, uh, your game would go up against 10 other people. So you're basically fighting 10 people at the same time. And uh, every round, uh, whoever you beat, you will get points um, towards the end of the game. And whoever uh, you lose against, you lose points. So uh, it slowly starts to eliminate people who are playing with you. So it's like a combination of poker and chess. Like yes. y- y- every round you ante in and then eventually you're you're broke and you can't yeah. you can't buy into the next round. Yeah. So Damn. it's super popular. Uh, I think you should probably check it out. I think um, the China version is a little too weird for me. I think Dota Underlords, which mm-hmm. is the American version, probably would be more appealing to you. Um, yeah, I think you should check it out, dude. I think this is probably something that you'd be interested in. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds, it sounds very like layered. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I have to experience it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's on. Uh, if people want to give us points in the form of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to do that. Uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.detoc.com. They can buy a sticker, a t-shirt, and maybe a hat. And it gives us a little kickback if, uh, you know, they, if there was something uh, that was linked to our, any of the Amazon pages, it gives us a little kickback uh, when something is being purchased. Yes, it does. All right. You can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube or your favorite podcaster app. Um, I want to say we record every Thursday, but the last two months that hasn't been true. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done the Thursday recording once since, since May. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube. You'll get the notification when we start live streaming or just subscribe to us on the podcaster apps and you'll get the, the audio version, which is a little bit more cleaned up and uh, professional sounding than our YouTube. Full yeah. disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Done. So uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audible.com. 
www.audibletrial.com slash the TOC. There are over $180,000 titles to choose from, from your iPhone, Android, Kindle player, um, or MP3 player. Uh, this week, I would like to recommend Stan Lee's Alliances, A Trick of Light. This is one of the last projects Stan Lee worked on, and it's an Audible original. Um, you can listen to this uh, on on Audible. It is so far, people are saying that it's amazing. Um, I haven't really heard so much about it, but this is something I'm looking into. Um, I'll also do a recommendation. Uh, go Halo Oblivion. A Master Chief story. Um, I one thing I missed about Audible is that they do great audio production for these type of epic stories. So, uh, especially video game ones where it's characters that you know and love. Um, the this one that they do a lot of like voice sound effects. So if it's a space battle, they'll add a few noises in there, or just like the atmosphere. Not just that, but like just the atmosphere of a ship. Like you would think that it's like a if you're on a ship, it's gonna make a low humming kind of background noise. Um, they're really good at kind of immersing you into that world. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. Halo Oblivion or any of the other Halo series, uh, great picks. Cool. Cool. All right, Anton, uh, anything else? Nope. I think that's, that should be it. All right. Not time for me to finish my weekend. All right, guys, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one. Later. Whoa.